She was, send, she was literally sending me reviews on WhatsApp, like, oh, look at what people are saying about it. Like, ah, oh, worked here, made no money. It's not good. My uncles and everyone. Me, I was there like, I want to do this. Hello, fellow dropouts, entrepreneurs, students, um, and the rest. Welcome back to The Dropout Diaries, a podcast hosted by myself, Josh. And myself, Warren. On our podcast, we talk about college, entrepreneurship, and other hot topics that can impact your chances of success. We'll drop knowledge from our own journey so far. And what other people have told us along the way. So in today's podcast, we're going to be speaking about our stories from dropping out of college, being an entrepreneur and sales. It's our first episode today. So in the future, we're planning on talking a lot more about sales, uh, door to door, dropping out of college specifically, because obviously we're the dropout diaries. Um, but for today, obviously, you don't know who we are. So we thought we'd talk about more about ourselves first off in terms of our own background, how we've gotten to where we are today. And the plans for the future as well. Plans for the future um, as well. So I think the best place to start off is with, obviously, the big title is The Dropout Diary. So I think let's start off with our, our story about dropping out of college, the reasons, why you went to college, and kind of what happened. So I think we'll, we'll start with yourself. I think I know about yourself. But tell me, what, what did you go to do in college? And how did that go? On, and what, what happened? Yeah, so I went to NUIG, Open Galway, and decided to do some social work. And I, it wasn't specifically social, it was called social science. And that's where I got mixed up because I thought, oh, yeah, I'll be going into this course, learning all about social work, how to help uh, people out, um, and ended up not enjoying it because you don't actually do social work until year three. Well, so for my full first year, I didn't even get a taste of what anything of, to do with social work could be like. Yeah, I'm sure um, people can relate with that when you pick a college course and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's actually not what happened. It's not actually what I'm doing, yeah, because uh, I realized that a third of my first year was actually, especially my first semester, was a lot of geography. And I didn't exactly sign up to college to be doing geography now, to be honest. Like, I had enough of that in secondary yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, I think before I even had a, I had a gap year as well to like reflect and decide what I wanted to do. Um, I saved up, got the car got the license did all the regular stuff and then ended up jumping into NUIG but I think that college just wasn't for me because you're doing a four-year course and you're getting your level A and and like there's other avenues that you could do now even if I want to go into social work like they have mm. an apprentice I've seen there was an advertisement for an apprenticeship yeah. I was like if I really want to get paid to study what I was doing that's gonna be a big would, thing in the future why wouldn't I want to do that yeah, and you get paid to go thing. to college and do that instead but um yeah of course then I decided more in the new year this year that uh it wasn't for me and um, i kind of took a step back because i was working on the weekends mm. didn't really have a lot of time at all because like when you're in college it's go 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 you're coming home on a friday you don't have much money you want to be working on the weekend college students are broke yeah, yeah yeah college students are broke but uh it's like it's just full on full time and um, so i decided just to take a step back and even took a break from work and and then most of my college was actually online. Okay. And in the second semester, we were only in for one hour on a Wednesday. And I thought, why would, why would I go all the way up to Galway? Yeah, for one pay, hour. Well, at the time, it was like 80 euros a week in diesel and pay 150 euros for accommodation just to be there for an hour on a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> to be doing really digi- digital yeah. citizenship or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That had nothing to do with what I wanted to be doing. So I did what I did was I thought I gave my granny a call and I said, look, if anybody asks, 
I'm minding you. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the time she had a broken shoulder, so like it kind of made sense. Like I sent in all the documentation and then told my work that I was going on study leave in the middle of February. Genius. Genius. No, there's, there, <laughs> there's no exams in the middle of February. But uh, then I uh, just said, look, I need to take a step back because if college isn't working for me, what am I going to do? I'm not just going to tell my parents that I'm dropping out. Yeah, yeah. Doing nothing. Like, mm. Plenty of people drop out and then don't know what they're doing. They have yeah. no plan. So did, did you have a plan when you dropped out? Did you have a plan or were you like, I just need to drop out and then I'm going to come up with a plan or like? You see, technically, I actually didn't drop out until about May. Yeah. Um, but and you were this, in college between February and May. I was in college between February and May and um, doing the online assessments. But like I was completely detached from all the work. Right, and right. I did like to myself, I was completely dropped out in February um, and then I was looking for ways to just take a step back and have more time to think. And I came across Opair World. Okay. And it's like a site online where you can basically just get free food and accommodation in a different country. And all you have to do is mind some kids. And I got very lucky with the family I was with because I was only playing football with this lad yeah, in the evenings. Yeah. So I was like, great, this is great. Like you're getting. So you signed up to Opair World and then. What, where did you go then after that? I decided to go over to Italy. Okay. So And this is no affiliate links. Opair World yeah, not sponsor us. They're but they're not sponsors, to, but if they want to sponsor us, go that'd ahead. be good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I went off to Italy for a month. And over in Italy, and obviously I was playing football with a lad in the evenings. And college was all online, so I was getting that done in the morning, so there was no problem with that. And, and from an entrepreneurial aspect, what were you planning? Like in your head, were you thinking about what you're going to do because you're obviously at this point you're like yeah i'm not going to do college like that's it for me so yeah. what was your mindset what were you researching what was your your background that you're thinking this is what i want to do at, at this point i was seeing how successful the father of the household was in mm. terms of what he did he was a big engineer but he didn't actually end up being an engineer okay he was a big manager for a company controlling the whole region of italy okay and he was basically telling me how he got to there and that's when i stumbled across a PT course okay and like we're, obviously we're dropout diaries for sure ended up trying to do this online course because the first 90 percent is online anyways yeah yeah and then you're in Dublin so it kind of worked out really well while I was over in Italy and um, and the side of that is where you can go into personal training and you can go into online coaching as well okay so obviously I was in the middle of traveling I was like what can I do while I'm over here that I can make a business out of while yeah, I'm yeah, working yeah. from anywhere mm. and that's when the online coaching came into it and I said look if I could teach people how to go to the gym and I don't have to be there and give them all the tips and tricks if they need them, like it makes a lot of sense. And, and you're I, obviously big into the gym before, so that was something big, that you thought, okay, I have experience in this, right? Yeah, exactly. Cool. So I lived in for about five, six years. So it was something that intrigued me while also you could make money from it. Mm. And that's when I also seen the success from yourself. Because obviously myself and Josh, we played together in the past, but not as close as we are now. Like in terms of, I was just in his story on Snapchat and I seen that Josh was doing sales. So like in terms of your experience with dropping out of college um, and obviously transitioning to sales, where, where, did, where were you? What were you yeah, doing? Why did yeah. you leave? I'll go through that because I think then that's where our stories kind of link yeah. in. So I think my thing, I was obviously in DCU in Dublin, right? Doing um, biotechnology. I originally wanted to go to England. Things didn't work out last minute. I didn't get the, the course. I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to go to Dublin and do DCU um, mm -hmm. and do biotechnology. I had no clue really what that course was. I just popped it there like third, right? And like points went skyrocket that year. And I did well, but, you know, I just ended up getting that course. 
got into the course, excited for college. And I realized that like 50% of, 30% of what I was doing that first year was physics. Yeah. I, I hate physics, man. Like physics is like gibberish to me. Like yeah. I'm, I'd say I'm decently smart enough, but I couldn't do that. So like I was just going through college, you know, the first year, obviously everyone's just going out. We was going out every day, like day after day we're going out. And I was coming back, trying to do a few assignments, sitting on my desk like, bro, I, I don't know this physics stuff. And I couldn't do it. Like, and I'm sitting there for ages. I couldn't do it. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't want to do this. And in my head, I was trying to think of other things to do as a side hustle. I've always been into kind of like trying to do side hustles. So I was trying to like, you know, research a few other things. Come like November, December, I was really detached from that course. Like in my mind, it was made up that like I would drop out and that I would go back to college this year, September. Okay. Right. Because I had another offer from another college. So, you know, I told my mom. And she agreed with her, obviously, because, like, you know, she knew, okay, he has another course. You know, it's not like I was dropping her completely. Yeah. Yeah. If any of you guys know, like, African parents, like, education is massive. So I could not just be like, yeah, I'm dropping out. Like, yeah, I'm not doing You're not thing. throwing away free, yeah. free education. So I wasn't doing anything. I was just working at Nike at the time in Dublin. And I dropped out in, in January. Still working at Nike. I was like, listen, I, I could work at Nike for the rest of the year, which was so boring, minimal money, and just be at home. Mm-hmm. I could just do something and try something. And, okay. I always wanted to get into sales, right? Yeah. You know, I was doing a science course to eventually do medical sales. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just jump into sales. I, I looked up online sales jobs and I found out about this company called like Phonewatch, mm-hmm. which was basically door-to-door sales. So I told my ma, she's like, yeah, I want to do this door-to-door sales job. She was like, no. She was like, you can't do it. She's like, you're not going to make any money. It's like, there's no base wage. It's commission only. It's commission right? only, yeah. She was, send- she was literally sending me reviews on WhatsApp, like, oh, look at what people are saying about it. Like, oh, worked here, made no money. It's not good. My uncles and everyone. Me, I was there like, I want to do this. Mm. Like, I'm going to be, I was looking at the list. I was like, there's some people at the very, very top making a lot of money. Mm. Um, I was like, listen, if it doesn't work out, I've dropped out of college. I'm not doing anything. I'm going back again. Like, I can take risks. Yeah. That's why I love that gap year. I recommend anyone to take a gap year or just, if they're going to drop out test it out because you can take those risks right started door-to-door sales in january and then put work into it and it just blew off from there mm-hmm. right so my first month you know I, I was like northwest rep of the region you know i made yeah i made i made more than like i made like nearly double what i was making in a whole month of working 45 hours a week at nike um it's not too much like you know anywhere between like two three grand and then February again, picked it up again. Now I was nearing like the top five, top 10 in the company across Ireland. Yeah. Um, this is where I was like getting seriously into it, right? And at the same time, I was still trying to do a side hustle. I just looked at this as like a job. I was trying to get into digital marketing. I was doing a few like Google courses online. Um, so these are all like your side hustles? My side hustles. So I would do this and I'd come home and start like, you know, do maybe an hour or two on, mar- on digital marketing. Um, kept going with sales, but I just saw I was getting I was getting good with it. Like you know, I was making potential for good money. Like you know, I think April or March was my best month, and I hit like twenty something sales, like most mm-hmm. in the country, and I made like nearly like four or five thousand. And like at that time, I was like, that's only money that like I thought you need like a lawyer's degree to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I, like, the, you, you can't make this money without a degree. I was like, so it is possible, right? And mm-hmm. it was hard, right? So I was thinking, okay, so sales can do this. Yeah, like you nearly proved me. it. Yeah, I, I had a, a ball of a time. I was, you know, made on, on a on a company paid trip to Portugal, like, you know, lavish, like yeah. a nice five-star hotel. And I was like, this is a lifestyle that I want. Like, mm. I want this, like, and I like the reward of you put in work, you get what you want. You get money equivalent for how good you are. 
Yeah, like the more work you put in, the more yeah. you get out of it. And like, how all... good you are reflects that. While with a degree, right? If you're working a nine to five with a set wage, yeah. it doesn't matter if you come in and you click all the best. Like you're working for a potential promotion in a year or two, right? Yeah. But it doesn't increase your wage immediately. No. You could come in and slack and do nothing and you get paid the same. I just don't yeah. like that. I don't like that either. Like nearly like you nearly put the entire weight on your own shoulders. Like if you don't make sales, you don't put food on the table. Yes. And that's the mindset you kinda of have to go in if you're on a yes. commission only. And I think certain types of people thrive underneath that. Like like mm. me and you like when I was working in Nike, I would always work the best and get, you know, like employee of the month. Yeah. What did I get for that? 20 euro voucher. <laughs> so what? I, I, I hung the clothes so good. Like I was the best to everybody else. I came in sharp. I was so good. And I get 20 euro voucher on my, on my name on the board. Yeah. Bro, give me like like five brand new Air Forces or something. Like it's a massive yeah, yeah, give me some free shoes or something. Oh, like these guys are literally scamming people to work so hard for what? For mm. like, and the thing is, for that little bit of, that little bit of, I made it onto the board. Like, yeah, yeah, bro, don't let them trick you. You made them more money as well. Yeah, um, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to make a company more money, then I should be getting as much money as I make them, and that's what sales is. That's why that exactly literally what sales, what sales is. is. Yeah. If I make you money, right, as much money as you, I make you, you pay me a commission on that. Mm. Um, and came that's around the time I think you know you came in, wasn't it's it? It's around the time that I I was seeing all your success on Snapchat, like yeah, and um, obviously seeing all your stories. Like I always kind of had the idea of. Oh, a salesman! What's that? Somebody, somebody in Wall Street. Like I never thought, like somebody in Cavan could be doing so well in sales. Yeah. And and nearly like seeing it from the outside in, it looked like a no-brainer because once you see something done, you realize, oh, I could actually do that myself. Yeah. Like I'm sure somebody could look at this podcast and say, these two lads from Cavan made a podcast. Why can't we in Leitrim do it? Yeah, hundred percent. Because if they can do, why can't I? Like that was the mindset I went into the job with. I was like, look, this guy, this guy Josh just got 20 sales last month. Why can't I get 10 and make my old salary in two weeks, mm, you know? Mm. And that's when I was kind of looking in and said, basically did the risk because obviously I was still in Italy. And I turned around to the family there and I said, look, I have an interview with this job. And it might be my next best thing because obviously I was only in Italy for like six weeks. And they, they were like, well, you just got here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but like, I want to move. I want no, I don't want to move on. I just see like this is like the next step. Yeah, you took a massive risk. So like, you literally, yeah, you're working for a family in Italy. You know, like you're doing other things, trying to get the coaching, and then you're like, I'm gonna go back to Ireland and start this no set wage job where some people genuinely, some people will only maybe make like five hundred euro, a thousand euro because they're not good. Yeah, but you're like, you know, I'm gonna do that, mm. right? Yeah, I just jumped across yeah. and said. Just take the risk, basically, because there was more to gain than anything. And, like, even from, like, working there, you've seen how it benefited those people who didn't make the sales. Because the personal skills that you gain from door-to-door is that good that, like, even if you came in and did it for two weeks and didn't make sales, I think the benefits still outweigh the cons of not making money. Easily. Because some people came in and they said, look, I don't really want to make sales. I just want to get better at talking to people. To people, yeah. Yeah. And I said, look, if you knock 100 doors... Every day for two weeks, potentially you could be talking to a thousand people. And by repetition, if you talk to a thousand people in one week, in two weeks, sorry, you're just going to get better at talking to people. You get so, like, I think big people's biggest fears is, oh, like people like, saying no and getting rejected, right? Like, if you're scared to do anything or you don't have very good interpersonal skills, right, I would advise anybody just to do a door-to-door job. 
for one month or two months, yeah, yeah, genuinely, that is itself is like a life course because you're literally going to lose that feeling of, oh, I can't talk to that person at the door, right? It removes that feeling of rejection. And whether that takes that into any area of your life, like meeting yeah. people in public and networking with people, doing a job, even like talking with girls or something like that. Like you're not going to yeah. be scared of rejection because like you get rejected a hundred times a daily, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. You're so blunt. Like, yeah, you get so used to the rejection then that it doesn't matter then in, no. in any aspect of life. Um, no. That's where I definitely recommend in terms of that kind of links into our advice for people who are looking to defer or even drop out of college. And if they don't know what to do, at least you can say, look, these two lads, the same thing. We went through the same path that we're, we've done mm. um, and jumped into sales. Now, we're not saying go and join Watch. This is no ad for Watch either. But obviously, that was the easiest way into it because obviously they take on anybody at yeah. the moment because yeah. um, it's so hard to get sales reps in. It's so hard to get people to just go out and knock a door. Mm. It's unbelievable. Like even with the company I'm in at the moment, they're taking, I think it's 3,000 sign-in bonus for people who want to join the job. Like that, that's crazy like, there bro get in that, contact like if you want to get a door-to-door job send me a message because yeah. like if you want a three thousand signing bonus by just making the below standard sales for your first eight weeks you get three thousand yeah and yeah. what's that that's like some people's two monthly wage the thing is though people like i think the whole concept behind college let's let's talk about that whole concept about college i think it's comfort right mm. most people don't go to college because they genuinely know what they want to do or they like the course right it's the security that they know like okay if i just manage to stay alive mm. right don't pass out every single week and make it to the end and like mm. you know g- gather at the end of the month with my friends and do a bit of study and pass my exams yeah. i'm going to end up with some sort of degree qualification which i can work right it's really really safe it's the easy option right but it's the worst option because the easy option that makes the rest of your life hard because now you have a degree that in a job that you hate yeah right and you're talking about yeah i'm just i'm just going to do it for like four years and like i'm gonna work for a few years and then like see what i want to do right yeah, so i hear that more so often than not what you're gonna finish at 24 work for three years potentially like have a relationship have a kid right and then all of a sudden when you have an income of like 40 50 000 a year be like actually yeah i don't want to be um i don't know whatever you're doing i don't want to be a social worker anymore i don't want to be a teacher anymore yeah. i'm going to randomly go and become an artist you're not going to do that and that's where you again get stuck yeah, you, you get, get trapped. Stuck. You, get trapped. You, you literally get trapped because you're paying rent. It's too much of a risk at that point to switch across. You don't have your parents. You can't be 27, you know, going back to your home. But mm. you're 19, 20, right? At our age, we take risks. We took the risk of we're not going to go for the comfort of college right now. Like, yeah, it's fun and it feels comfortable. This guy flew from Italy to Ireland for a commission-only job, right? Yeah. Like, who does that? Like, I left a decent job at Nike, 44% discount. <laughs> and <laughs> Took the risk to jump into a job where I didn't know, freezing my, my ass off in like winter days yeah, just to do it. And I think that's the reason people do college. It's they don't want to be real with themselves and they tell themselves that lie that, oh, eventually, you know, I'll, I'll, when, when I'm finished, I'll try something else. Or not even that. It's even like, oh, I'm just going to do it just to have a level eight. Yeah. And like put nearly at a pedestal. And you're saying, like, well, with this level eight, like, it, it can't just do wonders for you. It's like a step into the door yeah like i even like recruiters and um, whenever they mention about in the interviews like like i'm sure they've mentioned to you before if you don't door, door to door they look at that as that's at least a year's experience like if you don't need done like three months to them that's like two years of the qualification yeah because the experience that you learn from that and the amount of rejection you get from it, it changes you 
Yeah, yeah. And and you just become a more intelligent person in mm. terms of interpersonal skills, uh, body language, people at the door. You know when people are going to say no, like, mm. and you know when people are going to say yes. Like it's it's those little cues where, or even like they're just there. You know how to get them over the line. Mm. And like personally, like it's not like I have an agenda against college degrees. Like yeah. I was mad college focused. Like I was like you know career focused and certain careers right do you need a degree right like if you're your lawyer or you're a doctor like i'm not telling you go and learn flipping medicine off the streets of cavern like mm. do your degree if that's the field that you want to go into but please don't blindly pick a degree right go and do it and think for some reason somehow magic is going to happen you're going to end up working what you want to because i'm telling you right now the degree you choose is like literally the one of the biggest life decisions you're going to make Right, exactly. because it will affect not just the four, four years, but the three or four years after. You're going to finish, graduate, 23, 24, broke student with a degree. You need money, so you are going to go get a job. And if you get a job in that degree, you're going to end up working there for at least three, four years before you realize this isn't what I want. Like that's what I think is the problem with like even like the mindset of like people in schools these days, like, mm. um, or even people who. If you meet like in the pub or whatever, the first nearly the first thing they always ask is, "What are you doing in college?" Yeah, or "Where are you going for college?" And even with like apprenticeships and all of that, people say they're going to an apprenticeship. Like I think that's been become more normal now. Um, but uh, is really, she really threw us off with that? Thanks for that, producer Casey. But uh, <laughs> my my whole train of thought is gone. <laughs> I think you were saying something about like you just tell people, oh yeah, like what degree are you doing when you're in like a bar or you're in a pub? Someone will ask what degree. You're yeah, doing. yeah, like it's only really, like that like infringed into the society in Ireland where like you have to go to college. Like, even with my parents, they're like, no, we didn't get to go to college when we were younger, and you have to. Mm. Uh, and he was like, I'm not gonna let my kids not go to college when I didn't have the chance, mm. and they have a chance here, and they want to say no. Mm. So imagine like. <laughs> Your parents who want you to go to college, you're in college, and then you tell them, yeah, I'm actually going to Italy, and then I'm going to go and to actually yeah. come back and do a commission-only job. And the thing is, I don't always think it's even the parents' fault, right? If you really, really don't want to go to college and you really wanted to do something else, go do it. Mm. It is your own fault, too, because people like also, there's the other half of college, which is going out, drinking, yeah. the feeling of freedom, right? Yeah, and we get it, okay? Like, college is fun. And it, it is, is fun, yeah. You, you do meet great people and you do have like such a sick time so but are you going to spend four years of your life are you going to spend i don't know how much you're paying in rent per month but let's just say you're paying 500 euro in rent right per month so like are you going to spend like what's that if you were doing 12 months oh which i haven't been in college so my maths is bad <laughs> so let's just say you're going to spend six thousand euro a year on accommodation yeah, yeah. right six grand yeah, a year on accommodation you know, two, three grand on some other miscellaneous things. You're going to spend 10 grand per year for four years just to go out. So going out is worth 40 grand to you. Like if I said, let's go out for a few nights out for over the next three, four years, I said it's going to cost you 40,000. Would you give me that? No. No. So people are genuinely going to college just to go out. If you want to go out, man, do what you want to do and go live near student accommodations. Go live in Dublin. Yeah. Like I can literally go out as much as you. I'm not in college. Yeah. So... Don't fall for the idea that if you don't go to college, you're not going to have the college experience. Like you think you're going to be missing out. Like no, the FOMO comes into no. it then, and like you can still have that experience. You're just not going to be drinking. No, Monday like, to Friday. literally, what happens in college is between the time people go to lecture, everybody's a dud, is a student, mm. and then the second lectures is over, everybody's out, like going out, right? So if you're doing something else, you can do your work during the day when everyone's a dud, 
And when they're going out, you can go out too. So exactly. if I lived in Dublin now, which, you know, I'm thinking, I haven't moved up there yet, but I could go out as much as college students. Mm-hmm. So my advice is, if that's the main reason why you're going to college, which I think is like 60, 70%, because I was in college and I asked people, I don't like my course. I'd say 70% of people pick the course they don't even want to do. Take mm-hmm. a gap year. Taking a gap year is like the best advice I can give to anybody. And if you take a gap year and you realize you still want to go to college, perfect. But I promise you after a gap year, you're going to find out exactly who you want to be, what you want to do, if you use the year well. If you take risks. Yeah, if you you use the year well is the most important point. The most important point to that uh, statement there because you could easily take a year out and just work and still go out every single night. Exactly, yeah. Um, That's that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about taking a gap year and actually reflect, read some new books. Yeah. Um self-development is the main key, like because if you don't know what you're gonna be doing, how are you how are you gonna know what you're gonna be doing if you don't put yourself out of your comfort zone? Yeah. Like it goes back to one of the quotes from the book up there, I can't remember the name of it, but it said uh, magic happens outside of the comfort zone. Exactly. Growth only happens when you put yourself in a comfortable position, right? Like growth yeah. and comfort zone does not happen together. So if you wanna grow and you wanna be successful, then you're gonna have a, to have accustomed yourself to taking risks mm. and pushing yourself out of the comfort zone because you know you go to the gym right and you work out your muscles that's not comfortable like that's sore on your 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 muscles you're putting them out of their comfort zone but they're going to grow so it's the exact same thing if you take out a year you just have to take risks right so people's like feelings of why they don't want to maybe drop out of college or why they feel they want to stay is they don't have a plan yeah. okay we didn't have a plan like you're not gonna know i've spoken to so many people like at the top level millionaires, like, they had no clue. No clue, no. Like, I promise you, like, you don't need to sit down and be like, yeah, I'm going to do this and this. This is what I'm going to become and this is how I'm going to make money, right? Like, you don't. You just you need have, to go out. You don't know. Experience a few different things. I promise you it's going to click. Mm. Yeah, especially, like, putting yourself out of the comfort zone is the main thing because how are you going to know if you don't try it? Yeah, yeah. And that's where, like, even when we were talking about earlier about seeing josh doing well in sales myself jumping into it i didn't know i was going to go into sales in february no but it was just an opportunity that came in front of you and you're going to have plenty of opportunities land on your plate and it's just whether you're going to take them or not Mm. and if you have a gap year you have so much freedom and space to actually take those risks Mm. that that's why the gap year is really good Mm. because when those opportunities come around you should take them yeah and if it if it doesn't work out as i said you can go back to college like you literally you're still only going to be, what, 19, 18, 20. You can go to college. You're not going to be 26 with, with nothing to do. You can stay at home. Um, so so moving on from that anyway. So, you know, you've been in sales. You went through sales, obviously, for the summer. You did pretty, pretty well. What did you decide to do after? Like, what was the next steps? Like, what are you doing right now, actually? Next steps? Well, with phone watch, um, in terms of the sales, I only did that for three three months okay and um, so that leads up to about june time and um, ended up getting the promotion with themselves where uh, you would have your own sales team where you get like a bit of experience in managing a couple of people and giving them their own territory helping yeah. them train in um, and even i think even that experience was good because you can see how like that would work for how i could be in managerial spot in the future and mm. um, but i got a better offer and um, with a different job and um, currently working for air so a bit of door to door. It's uh it's similar enough to Phone Watch except it's so much easier because mm. with Phone Watch you're giving them an extra bill mm. but area you're saving the money. Yeah. So like 
it's pretty much a no-brainer. Um, there's a lot more pressure involved because obviously they're giving you so many different extras and benefits. Yeah. And like obviously phone watch is commission only. Yeah. If you make a sale, you get paid for. If I don't make sales one day, I still get paid. So with that, like this is like for the minute. And is that what's your long term then? So what are you doing in the background? Because I know obviously that's not all you're doing, and you have like bigger plans, and you do other things as well. So like touch into yeah. that as well. So like the other plans and what I'm doing at the minute. Like obviously I have my own business, and it's called Mulvey Fitness on Instagram. If you want to look it up after this, but uh, I do my own personal training on the weekends and online coaching. I have a couple of clients helping them through their own path. Exactly. And look at me now, guys. So yeah, yeah, get yeah. onto this, it. This guy's getting <laughs> huge. He has to take off the jumper in the next video, but. Uh, yeah, with that, it's it's more as a, I see it as more of a side hustle that I want to become the main thing in the future. So like that's why I kept up the door to door and still bringing in money and like transitioning in like you're phasing into different things all yeah, the time. Yeah. And so when I look at the long term, I don't really have like a set plan. Like I could go into something and then completely skew off a different path. But I think the most important way to look at it is how am I going to phase into the next step? And that's where I see the business as just to grow that. Um, and then obviously you're thinking more long term like getting a house renting them out getting some tenants into them is that like how long term are you talking about that like how long term probably in the next two years okay um, that's not long term. it's not long term that's like medium if that's short term actually mm. um, and then long term probably going to a manager spot because from the outside looking in they have a good job yeah, um, yeah. and then eventually transition over to just the business okay just um, the fully fitness um, fully fitness well it could be it could be something different by then but mm. uh i think even just the experience of managing it at the moment is it's going to stand to me but in terms of yourself obviously you're in sales now you're with phone watch before where did you go afterwards yeah so i was at phone watch as well when you were there had a team as well a little bit so um had a team for like a month or so and then was on like a national team as well like an mvp team so like a team of four of like like you know the top reps in the yeah. country we traveled a lot so at that point like you know, I'm doing well, making money, and we're, you know, they're paying to stay at hotels, and I'm traveling all around Ireland, but then I was like, you know, this is, like, taking my time as well. Like, I have to be in Cork, and I might be in Cork for a week or two weeks, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not home. I can't just say I want to go. So, yeah, I'm making money, but I felt like I was still trading my own time for money, mm. and I didn't have that freedom. So, in between then, around, like, March as well, I started looking into, instead of doing marketing as my side hustle, how can I make sales my side hustle? So, you know, I found this this industry called high ticket sales, which is basically high ticket just means ticket. It stands for price. So it's a high okay. price. Anything between like three to ten thousand dollars sales. OK, so as a rep, you basically work for like different companies online. Yeah. So service based companies. So anybody maybe like a marketing agency, somebody that does maybe coaching, social media management agencies. So let's say like a marketing agency would charge Let's just say you, you're a fitness brand and you wanted to do marketing. Okay. You're looking for a business to run marketing. Yeah. You reach out to a marketing agency and they would say, you know, they charge you 3000 a month yeah. or 10000 for a year. So the person on that call job is to obviously just speak to you, right? But they're a salesperson. So their job is to like find out more about you, break down your situation. And then, you know, at the end of the, of the call, make you like sign up with them and pay that 10000 yeah. And that rep himself would probably make like 10% in commission. So he would make like a thousand euro from that sale with you. And that rep might have five calls like that every single day. So he may have five calls with different people in the day. Each person wants to, you know, it's a 10,000 euro package. And if he closes one per day, right, yeah. he's making a thousand. 
So I saw this industry and I saw people making 25, 30, 40K per month, right? This is when I kind of knew the levels of like making money, you know? I think I touched on it before, but Money Twitter was how I got into it. So Money Twitter is literally like this side of Twitter where all the entrepreneurs, all the guys who are doing businesses on their own or whatever, literally just talk about their journeys, drop free game, their successes. So I got into that place by following a few guys I just saw the levels, 19, 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds making 40, 50K per month. Yeah. That I started realizing that 5K per month is nothing, right? So I reached out to a guy online, um, shout out Gareth Campbell. That's my mentor, sales mentor. And I was like, yo, listen, I, I was listening to some of his, his um, podcasts or whatever on Twitter. And I was like, yo, I want you to train me. I want to do what you're doing. And he has like this like sales group where he trains people to sell online and, you know, has some connections in the industry. So at that point I was working and it was like, yeah, it's, it's going to cost you like something in four figures. I think it was like three grand. I didn't, I didn't have that saved at the time, but I was like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. So I remember like working, putting up 1,500 and then 30 days later putting another 1,500. I put three grand just into that straight off. No, straight no, sales course. No, no thoughts. About, like what else am I going to do with that three grand? I could save it and say, I'm going to save it towards a car or go spend it. I was like, let me do this. So got into that in around March, April, started learning started selling for him for his program as well for a little bit was doing decent enough but I still knew 10k per month was the goal I want to be at like people yeah. are doing that so casually um so you know I was still working on a few interviews with different companies and I managed to land like a position with um, a business that I'm working with right now you do like Amazon coaching so okay. how to start like set up stores and, and building a business so what I do basically on a day-to-day basic is I have like five six calls on my calendar yeah. and I basically close people onto this deal. It's, it's six thousand dollars, six thousand euros. Sorry, because I'm working Americans. So I say dollars. So your dollars is worth more. Yeah, than exactly. Oh, it's so good. Don't talk about that. <laughs> so I make like ten percent for each deal that I close. So like you know, I could have you know start a day, take five hours of a call, five hours of different calls, and close one person in the day, and I make six hundred euro. And you, you know, the target for me with this, you know, over the next month or so is like, you know, to reach around 10,000. So to be closing like 116,000 in total per month and I get 10% commission. And that's what I'm working towards now. You know, it's it's looking really good. And that's my short-term goal is like, you know, end of the year, December is, is to reach, you know, 10K per month. And, you know, this time next year's goal, honestly, from March, April onwards, I want to be closer to 20K mm. per month. And I think... And just keep pushing. Keep pushing. pushing I pushing. think it's about dreaming big and people they're talking to you so you see the levels people are going to and like you know i'm still building up my own network and all like you know by next year you know i i want to be like six figures like you know i want to be have in total network six figures with sales um yeah it should be doing decent enough but again like to me that doesn't even seem that crazy not like in a like a greedy way but it's because i can see the level of the guys are doing Yeah, yeah, yeah so i feel like i'm even paying catch up yeah, like you're nearly, you're nearly going back to like me seeing you doing well in sales mm. and like saying if other people can do it, why can't I? Yeah. If you have that mentality, you, you can do anything. You can do it. Like, and it's, it's not hard. Like, again, I just found this industry, like, you know, like there is that hard work in the background, like, you know, practicing my sales calls, reading books about sales, listening to podcasts, going to sales trainings. And people don't see that. So people think, you know, it's easy. Like I just wake up and I just do five hours of work. I might wake, I just do nine to, nine to one, nine to two, and that's it. But there's the hours that come in behind that. But yeah, that's that's the current goal for the next year. Like further than that, 
I think, you know, starting my own sort of business, service-based mm. business, whether that's with sales um, and, and getting into property as well is a big thing over the next two years. So yes. it, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. Definitely. Like even listening to it because um, obviously I'm in the same sales course as Josh as well mm. at the moment. Um, I also put $3,000 down into yeah. it. But uh, yeah, also shout out Garrett, Garrett Campbell, one of our sales mentors as well. Haven't been in touch with him too often mm. because uh, I haven't really decided to transition into what you're doing at the moment obviously you're doing really well and it's it's showing um where obviously it's possible and i think even going back to my short-term goals probably sometime next year or the year after i want to be doing the same thing and working from home more to the point well from home probably a different country and doing a bit of traveling like because like if you're leading up to going to traveling and I'm doing this online coaching business, but like with the sales, like I want to still do sales because yeah. obviously you want to do what you're good at. You just want to bring in, you know, you want to bring in income. Like I think the main thing of like, like making it to like a million or making it to whatever the goal is, is like, first of all, learn a skill, learn how to make that skill make you income. All right. Use that income to start a business or some sort of passive income that brings you income all the time. And then take that money from there, invest. And then that's when where you're at. So we're in the stage of income generation right now, right? Would you would you more say like obviously we're in the stage of income generation? We want to put that more towards like businesses, properties, yeah. the money made from that you can mm. use as your mm. like you can use that as your spending money in yeah, the future. Yeah. Like you're yeah. flaunting around, mm. you want to get a good car, mm. and like obviously we're talking maybe a year down the line mm. or two years. But uh, I definitely agree with you in terms of we're just in the income generation side of things. Um, trying to figure out how to up the scales like obviously you're on aiming for 10k a month i'm aiming for five six seven and mm. um, not too far off so like there's definitely a phase into it like obviously you're you're like your mindset is i'm going to get there eventually and i think even just having that mindset you could do anything because if you know you're going to get there you've yeah. tricked your you tricked your brain into saying this easily. is what i'm going to do easily easily if there's one thing i'm going to take from this this podcast if if you think you know, you're going to do something, right? And you really believe you're going to get there. It's going to happen. But you have to have no doubt, right? So a great book, like a massive recommendation I give to anybody is Think and Grow Rich. So like on a normal brain person, like reading it might be a little bit hard. So maybe the first book should be Rich Dad, Poor Dad, if we're talking about book recommendations, yeah. which is like the first book that everybody reads. This is the first book I it's read. the first one that they all read. Everybody, yeah. it's that, that first one. But Think and Grow Rich really breaks into that about like what you think. And I was speaking to a guy, I was at a party there last week um, at a friend's house, right? You know, really, really nice house, done well from themselves. And I was like, you know, let me see their dad, her dad. So, you know, I spoke to her dad for a second. I was like, you know, how did you get all of this? Like, what did you do? Like, just a little bit of tips. And he was like, you know, I thought in my head I was going to do all of this. I, You know, I thought all of this before. I already saw this before. And here it is. And I wouldn't have thought, and I was reading the book at the time. I was thinking... I didn't think actually that's like people think like that because he was just like, you know, a normal, you know, 45 year old dad, just look like just casual, normal yeah, person. Irish grew up in Ireland all his time. He was an engineer before, but he knew that concept. And that's this. That's the way successful people think. He was like, think it true in your head and it's going to happen. Right. And I heard it again there last week, again, from somebody else who's done really well. So I'm starting to put the patterns in my head like that's the one. Yeah. If you think it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think definitely. um the cycle we're in right now is income generation, um, invest in ourselves. Yeah, self-development is the main Self-development, thing. Self-development, yeah. invest in your own company, your own business, put all that money, stop looking for get-rich schemes, yeah. crypto. And 
even like comparing yourself to other people because I think the only person you should be comparing yourself is the person you were six months ago. Yeah. And like if you're constantly like Improving. assessing yourself and saying, look, this was me six months ago. Am I thinking better, doing better, maybe earning more money mm. and overall just happier mm. than you're doing? You're doing, you do. you're, you're phasing into exactly. that. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be income. Like it's not even, so that's why I said about that gap. You're like, you could take a gap year, go to college, but like you're a totally different person, right? And, like, you're going to make money. Like, you might not straight away see income, like, just shoot up month per month. But it can change. Like, people's incomes can go from, you know, one, two, three K per month. They're not doing really well. All of a sudden, they're making 10K, like, three, four months down the line. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that so many times. Like, it just takes, like, your life can change in four to five months. Like, the way I was thinking six, seven months ago, like, I can't even remember that person. That's such a different person. So, yeah. that gap year from college, if you're, you know, reading, if you're exploring, you can literally change your mindset and then your income can change in this in the space of like four or five months. So you don't need to think, oh, it's going to take me so long to get to where these guys are. Like, look at the way they think. Like, you know, they're really good. Like, we were literally, it's October, yeah. January this year, I just dropped out of college. No clue what I was going to do. May, I dropped out of college. No clue what I was going to do. Do you know, time. like, so it doesn't take, like, magic to be where we yeah. are, so... Just takes a solid six months of focusing down, deciding this is what I want to go into, and taking the opportunities in front of you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and thinking it's going to end up doing well because, like, even if it doesn't go well, at least you can say you tried it. You got a bit of experience from it. You might not go into that field ever again. Yeah, but at least you know. You know, and you've you've picked something up from it. I think in the in future podcasts we will go more in depth on like let's say sales, or we'll go more in depth about certain parts of entrepreneurship or certain parts of mindsets but we just wanted to give you a little bit of a a general knowledge of like where we're at you know the way we think and kind of what you guys are going to be learning from this podcast so you know i hope you guys took something really really good from this yeah um i thought Um, it was great yeah i thought it was good as well like at least if we can if we can help two or three people i think it's been a successful podcast yeah Um, yeah and as josh said the first one was mainly just yourself learning about us where we are at the moment but uh, we have a lot of things in plan in terms of what we want to talk about in future episodes. Yeah, definitely. As we said, like we just want to help, even if it's one or two people. This is not for money. This is not no. to be the most famous podcast in the world. Well, if we are, like, I'm not going to say no. But yeah, <laughs> if we can help one or two people, that's everything. Yeah. So thanks very much, no, guys. Thanks, we guys. We will see you in the next 